0: Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and in the Great People Studio here with us, and pretty soon I'm going to be able to say, back in the studio. (laughs) Our friend James. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, JJ? I'm good.
2: How are you
3: doing?
1: I'm well. Glad to be here. Yeah. Awake, June, alert. June's coming to an end here.
2: I know it, summer starts.
1: Summer's What? Is that today? Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's summer's summer been here for a while. Summer uh, The big July 5th holiday. I think July 5th is more of a kickoff to summer than Memorial Day
2: is. Oh, wait, July 5th? Yeah. What about the 4th?
1: Well, our show's on the 5th. No oh. one celebrates the 4th.
2: I got you. So I mean, the
1: new holiday is the July fifth. It's the Great People Holiday. You didn't know this? <laughs> I, I missed that. I missed the. Memo. I thought we talked about this? I'm so I must. Yeah, have Yeah, we are our corporate actually uh, we are preempting the July fourth holiday <laughs> to uh, to have a Great People show on July <laughs> on 5th, July fifth, which is the Great People Holiday.
2: That's awesome. Who wouldn't
1: want to celebrate that? I, oh in. my gosh, James! Come on, man. I'm sorry. You got to get with the game, brother. I know. Well, everyone, welcome to our show. Um, every week to you, uh, we or every week we deliver to you the listener. The insights and inspiration for a life of significance, because hopefully you're living your life looking for that significance, or if you feel like you've found it, living in that significance, and that includes serving others, because that is true greatness. And today's topic is so pointed towards you serving others. I feel like this is going to be very debatable, Mm -hmm. quite frankly, because we went to social media this week and asked people... How do you give unsolicited advice? And 99.999% said, you just don't. And I'm just going to straight up put a flag in the ground as we start today's show and say, I think you're wrong about that.
2: I I think you're wrong as well.
1: I I think most people aren't doing that most of the time because you're scared of something. And let's talk about that. What do you think most people, and, and you probably saw this on all the social media posts, what do you think most people are scared of in giving people unsolicited advice?
2: That the people are going to get mad and resent them mm-hmm. for giving that unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. Right? Fear Fear of making someone
1: unhappy. Yeah. Fear of screwing up the relationship. Yeah. Fear, 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 fear. It's not a good reason to not do something, is it?
2: No, not at all. I mean, we have to... If we care about that person and we feel like we have something to say, they don't have to take the advice. It's true. But I think that you're obligated to give your friends, that's part of what being a good friend is, Mm -hmm. is to Mm -hmm. give them advice. Absolutely. And I want to get advice from my friends as well.
1: Well, um, people did say that it's perfectly fine if you're given permission. It's like, wow, I didn't realize that we needed to live our lives not doing things until we get permission. I mean, if you're a kid, that's yeah. cool. But as an adult, I, I don't think we need to live our life waiting for people to give us permission to do something.
2: Well, and, and besides that, let's be real. If I were to say, J.J., there's something that we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Would you mind if I give you some advice? What are you going to say to that? You're going to say yes, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to say no. Yep. So the whole idea, that just doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we're going to talk
1: about it today. We're going to figure. We're going to figure this thing out. I'm going to so. encourage all of our listeners right now that if you're in a situation where someone in your life needs to hear something from you, that you don't talk yourself out of it. And um, we've got, gosh, we've got lots of lists here on today's show. We've got um, cautions on why we. Why we do give unsolicited advice, and the, and the reason it's cautionary is because you may be doing it for the wrong reason. That yep. that could screw something up really, really big. Uh, the the biggest part of our show is is really going to be on how do we give that unsolicited advice, and um, we're going to talk about the top areas in which we tend to give unsolicited advice. And when you see these top areas, you're going to start to really see why we screw this up so much yep. because. We're, we're maybe not necessarily picking the right areas that we should be giving people advice in. It's 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 uh, sticky ground. It's it is. very sticky ground.
2: And and the other the other big piece of this that I know we're going to talk about is what is your relationship with the person who you yeah. are giving this advice to? I mean, I think all I remember my wife when we had the newborns should be in the grocery store and. Strangers would start giving her advice about how to deal with it. I mean, you know, the baby's crying and people who she doesn't even know are giving her advice on how to deal with her own Mm. crying child. Now, unsolicited advice from strangers? Uh, I'm not too interested in that. (laughs) So what is your, you know, so we got to talk about the relationship that you're in going into this advice, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Mark just said on the Facebook
1: live feed that um, some people just need someone to listen to. -hmm. Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, So, the first point that we want to make to you today is that you have to have the courage to give unsolicited advice. Mm -hmm. Most of us lack the courage to step up into a situation that could be very uncomfortable, uh, very uh, confrontational if we don't do it correctly. And we're going to leave you with enough on today's show that if it is confrontational, it can be a little confrontational, but if it's if it's too much confrontational, you probably didn't do something right and yeah. you need to learn from that yep there's always going to be situations we didn't expect, but for the most part, we should have a really good sense of what we're getting ourselves into as we approach the situation. I think one of the issues we have is we just run into the situation too fast we just right. get too like well, let me just tell you something yep, and it just doesn't work out for us um so if you don't have that, if you don't have the courage to step up into someone's life and help them out, most of this on the show is not gonna help you. Yeah. It's 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 because you're gonna be swirling it around in your head. And here's what's here's what I think is really funny about this subject is you're actually giving people tons of advice. You just aren't giving it to them to their face because you're telling other people around you what that other person should be doing. That's yeah. called gossip, by the way.
2: Yeah especially prevalent here in the south.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just <laughs> that's just straight up gossip. That's right. Um and so how do we acquire the courage to um to actually look someone in the eye? Right. Hopefully it's someone you care about. You can give unsolicited advice to people you don't even know. Sometimes that's better, sometimes that's not as good. But how do you step up and look look someone in the eye and um and tell them, look, I think you're making a I think you're you're making a huge mistake here.
2: Yeah. That I've takes never, a lot of courage. Yeah, and some some people more than others. I've never had an issue with difficult conversations. Have you never had
1: um an issue on receiving or have you not had an issue on giving?
2: Either either way, I'm I'm pretty good at you can pretty much tell me what you think and you're not going to hurt my feelings. I can I can take feedback pretty well. I think you're the same way. I think you actually yep, you, I think you take feedback really well.
1: I'm a, I'm a sensitive guy. I uh, know. Yeah, see, but- do you're thick skinned? Okay. Yeah. You've got you've got a you've got a much bigger backbone than I do. I'm a sensitive guy, man. It may not. I, I put on a good front, but I got to tell you, when people give me feedback and whatnot, and and I, I kind of crumble like a cookie, man.
2: Wow, so I do. When we come back, we're gonna yeah. dig in a little bit more to when JJ is crying after people have oh, okay difficult advice. Whatever. I've okay. never seen that in you. Yeah, we'll talk about
1: it. So don't go away, folks. You're listening to the Great People Show. The
4: Great People Show will be right back. So the movers moved you across the country and got everything here in one piece. Well, not exactly. There was some damage, but it wasn't a big deal. And the claims process was easy. It can easily be repaired by the right company. Just Google Furniture Repair Richmond and get a hold of the owner, Jason, at Weathersby Guild. No need to bring your repairs to them. They come to you and do all repairs on site. They're National Restoration Certified and Furniture Hotline Certified. All calls go to Jason Sell, and he answers them personally. Hey, you can even text him. Now, you spent a lot of time and money purchasing your furniture. That's why you moved it. Why would you trust anybody else than the Weathersby Guild who are experts at handling moving claims and repairing furniture? Again, simply Google Furniture Repair Richmond or take a look at their work and other services at weathersbyguildrichmond.com. Or call or text Jason at 804-920-0086.
0: this yourself or you can call in our haze lawn care at 804-357-3669 commercial and residential grounds maintenance mowing and trimming flower tree and shrub planting snow removal bush hogging and more because your time is valuable call in our haze lawn care at 804-357-3669 Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experienced Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com. Now back to The Great People Show. I think we may have a debate on our hands, James.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
0: We have a
1: um, longtime friend, um, past co-host of The Great People Show on the air, a good friend, confidant, coach, Yetta. What's up, Yetta?
3: What's going on, JJ?
1: Are you calling to agree or disagree?
3: Oof. I mean, I'm actually offended that you didn't ask me to be on this show for this very topic. Oh, wow.
1: Well, that's a way to start a call. What are you you thinking?
3: Yeah, so I saw all the notes, and I was listening to you guys, and uh, I think really, honestly and truly, you have to absolutely ask somebody if they're open to hear feedback, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you why. Because in coaching, we call it the turn and when you ask someone hey are you open to some feedback about that you literally neurologically get them into a different thought wave because they've subconsciously opened up and agreed to hear what you have to say mm. so they've gotten out of a brain thought of negativity or resistance immediately because they've they've given you yes so somebody made a comment on there about permission
5: mm-hmm. so
3: that's what we ask for in coaching and you you know this. Good coaches don't solve problems. They ask questions.
1: That's right. That's and right. And the
3: question is, hey, are you open to some feedback? And when when you say yes, you've now changed your your neural pathway of what I'm saying and how you're hearing it. And and I think honestly, and I agree with with um, with what you guys are both saying about thick skin. And you know me, I I, <laughs> I tell it like it is. Yeah. But I've learned in life I've created a lot of my own problems because people don't understand confrontation without permission.
1: So how have you how have you created a lot of your own problems under that premise?
3: Well, when you walk into a situation, whether it's a person, place, or a thing that's going on, if you point out what you see or what you think should be done or could be done to better, to improve, to bring truth or reality, which is usually the intention of a statement to point out or be confrontational, I don't even like the word confrontational, but what happens is when you're pointing that out, you're at a different level of awareness than someone else. And remember the quote Einstein said, you can't solve the problem at the level of consciousness at which it was created. Mm -hmm. So you immediately create separation and not connection. Because when you're pointing something out to someone else and they're not in alignment or agreement or in, in that same a level of awareness, they can't connect with you. So I realized a couple of years ago I started creating connection by asking questions, gaining permission, so that people would be open to the suggestion or the idea or the feedback instead of me telling them. That's a great point.
1: Do. That's a great point. You're starting to steal, um, steal some of my thunder.
3: Uh, I actually was going
1: to talk about that later, but thank you for bringing that up because. Were you
5: really?
1: Oh yeah, here I have proof. Can't you see it right here? It's written in my notes. See it? Um, just kidding. I'm sure you're not I checking. See out you. This I'm, I'm,
5: watch, I'm, on oh, okay, I'm watching. I'm watching. Oh, okay. Cool. You. Well, no, I think I
1: think that's um, I, I think that's an excellent point. I also hope that we leave our listeners on today's show with some techniques to be able to dare I say l- deliver advice, but getting techniques for people to see things without having to give them direct advice. Because I think there are many things where we have to ask permission and then ask questions to get them to see it. But I also think there's a backdoor approach to this as well because there's some people in this world, um, first of all, you know that they're not going to really give you permission. And that's something that we need to talk about on today's show is because they may say, yeah, sure, go ahead. But they really don't mean it. Because once you deliver that yeah. advice, they are going to take it just as hard as if they would have if you had not asked permission. And I, that's a that's that is a huge first step in this process. Is in this process is is having the external awareness and the emotional intelligence to really know who you're talking to. Because yeah. people will have a a um, almost an obligation to tell a friend, "Yeah, go ahead, I'm listening, I can handle it." When they really can't, and I know you've seen that.
3: Oh, absolutely. And and don't forget, people get a payoff for being a victim. Yep. So when you ask someone, are you open to feedback, what they do with it at that point, I think it's really important for us to remember, coaches or not, is let go of the outcome because you don't own what they do with it. But if they come back again and you entertain and you keep listening and you continue to allow them to be the victims, then yes, you are, you're doing what we call collusion around victimization. Mm-hmm. You're just right there in the hole with them.
5: Mm-hmm. So I
3: agree with you. There's a balancing act to it, not only asking permission, knowing who you're talking to, but then learning how to say, I'm going to let go of the outcome here. You may or may not take my advice, but when you ask someone, not just are you open to feedback, but then you ask them questions, usually they, they arrive at the solution eventually. Absolutely. And It has nothing to do with us.
1: That's right yeah, I don't um, I don't know what you're doing with the new voice, but I like it. I think you should keep it. It sounds fantastic. Well I
3: wish I wish it was the the, the, the <laughs> what is it, demi more sexy like I got my voice changed, yeah. but I just lost my voice oh, because um, I talk so much. Well hold on yeah. to it as
1: long as you can. Thanks for calling the show. I we'll will. see you back here pretty awesome. soon. Awesome. You guys have a great morning. Thanks, you right, too.
3: Bye.
1: Um you know, on on this note, um I think it's good for us to talk about the wrong intentions that we can have on giving advice before we dive too too much further into how to give unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the reasons why we give unsolicited advice, like what's driving us to do it, and this comes from our friends over at psychologytoday.com, one of our favorite websites here on The Great People Show, is that we are too rigid in the way that we approach life, meaning we have Very, very set expectations on how people should behave, what people should say, how they should look, how they should react, what their emotions are, and this conformity that we have in our life, and we try to throw that onto other people.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. We have a tendency to take the expectations we set for ourselves and Mm -hmm. project those expectations on the people around us.
1: So that's a good question to ask yourself is... Before you give unsolicited advice, are you just projecting on them? Yeah,
2: and that's something I'm guilty of a lot of the time.
1: Well, it's because how we see life is correct. I mean, <laughs> well, that's obviously. I mean, I, it's it's difficult when you're always so right about things. Yeah. that other people don't <laughs> fall in line behind that. I mean, it's 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 a tough life we have to live. It here. is. I'm just it, I'm true. saying that kiddingly. We've said dozens of times on the show. The reason we're here doing this show is because we suck at life. Yeah. and we want to get better at it. And we're just going to bring you along for the journey because we feel maybe you're sucking a little at life too. Exactly right. So just join the sucking at life cl- crew, club, whatever you want to call it, and we'll we'll fix it together.
2: <laughs> but I'm, I'm guilty of that all the time. And you know what it leads to too is it leads to disappointment in mm-hmm. other people because you're trying to hold them to that same standard that you hold yourself. And it's mm-hmm. not that your standard for yourself is better. It's just different. Yeah. And and that's Great something we it. we have got to be
1: aware of. I love that. It's just different. Um, and this probably falls in line with what we just talked about, is that we have very high perceptions of ourselves that um, we're right about it. We're right most of the time. Like Mm -hmm. Who wants to walk around thinking they're wrong about most things? I know some people do, but most of us walk around truly believing, even if it's just in the back of our mind, in the back of our heart, that we're right most of the time. Uh, that we the decisions we've made are all the right decisions for the most part.
2: So I think that you're right. I think that for the most part, though, those those are the key words there because we all have situations where we have people that we're in relationships with mm-hmm. who need some advice, and they know they know that they need this advice. And sometimes <laughs> what's helping them is to hear it from another person. I mean, just a real simple one is if you have a friend who smokes you know, they know that they shouldn't smoke. I mean, I think pretty much everybody who smokes cigarettes knows that it is very bad for their health. Sure. And to say, you know, hey, you've got a beautiful wife, you've got two awesome children, and I'm really worried that that you're going to end your life prematurely yeah. because of, of smoking cigarettes. I mean, that's just one silly example, but the person knows that what you're saying is right.
1: See, in, in that situation, depending on who it is, and we you mentioned this earlier, it depends on the relationship you have with this person— a good question to ask that person is, um, have you ever considered quitting? Yeah. And they most of the time, 99% of the time say, I would love to quit. Correct. Well, what's holding you back from it? And and getting into a dialogue with someone rather than saying, you need to quit doing that. You're killing yourself. You know that because we sound like a parent. <laughs> yeah. Um, another caution in giving unsolicited advice, if it's coming from the wrong source within you, is that it's driven by compulsion rather than self awareness, meaning you are just literally, when, when you, if you've ever used the terms, I'm sorry, I just can't help but to tell you this, mm-hmm. right? Think of the words that you just use I can't help myself. I mean, are you, are you that, in, do you lack that much control of yourself that you just have to blurt out words? Yeah. No, no, but we're very
2: compul- compelled to want to help somebody and we don't think through it at all and and who's it about is it about you or is it about them Mm, because if mm. the answer is not it's about them then keep your mouth shut Mm -hmm. um also if you're the kind of person that seeks control and
1: order and especially if this unsolicited advice especially is going to family and friends you may be trying to keep them in line you because Mm -hmm. you're trying to control the relationship. And that's a really, really bad situation to be in because of these things that we just mentioned, I'd say unless you happen to get extraordinarily lucky, there's a 100% chance that the energy and effort you put into giving advice is going to go absolutely nowhere. Yeah. It's falling on deaf ears because whether it's, um, if it's, if it's your rigid way of life, the person that you're giving advice to, they know that about you. If you have high, too high perceptions of yourself, they know that about you. Like Mm -hmm. all these things, the person that you're giving advice to, if you're in relationship with them, they know these things about you. Yes, they do. And you're coming from a position of hypocrisy in many cases. That's another huge issue. Um, Well, I don't want to get too far into it because that's actually the first thing that we're going to do when we come back from break is to talk about how do we give unsolicited advice. Um, We're also going to talk a little bit about how to take unsolicited advice. Not a whole lot. I think that's a whole other show on how do we make changes in our life based on receiving feedback from other people. Um, Because as hard as it is to give unsolicited advice, I think it's way harder to receive it. For a lot of people. And in the context of, of why we're bringing up this topic on this show today is greatness can only be achieved in this world is if you are helping the other people in your life achieve greatness as well. And if you have thoughts for them and feelings for them and emotions for them that you feel that they need to hear from somebody and you don't share that, you're missing. You're missing something for them. And really the only thing holding you back yourself on that. And and what we brought up earlier was how most of you believe, and certainly found this on social media, you should just not give people advice. And we don't agree with that. You you have to step in at the right time, the right way to make that impact in someone else's life. You just have to do it. You cannot
2: continue to hold yourself back. No, definitely. It's not, it's not doing the right things for the people around you. And we're going to talk A lot more about this in just a few minutes. Uh, Don't go away. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Great People Show.
0: The Great People Show. We'll be right back. Now back to The
1: Great People Show. So should you give unsolicited advice? The answer is absolutely yes. Should you give it more the answer is absolutely yes. Most of you believe you shouldn't for various reasons. We just covered a few reasons why you shouldn't because you're in the wrong place. If if it's if it's about you, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. Okay, we covered that. We're, we're moving on now. Um, let's start to dive into the the ways to give better unsolicited advice. And the the first step of this process is to check your heart and what are your what are your motives? What are you being driven by to step in and give someone unsolicited advice? If if it's truly to help someone see something that they can't see and you're not going to benefit tremendously from that, I mean, we're always going to benefit from it, right? If we're giving our parents advice, our kids advice, our wife advice, and you're going to step out on a limb and do that, certainly it's going to be something that you are going to benefit from. You probably wouldn't even been found it if it wasn't something that you would
2: benefit from. Okay. So we've got to think about that, but then we still have to ask ourselves, is this about us or is it about them? Right. It may be about both, mm-hmm. but is it pri- who is it to primarily benefit? I think that's a big litmus test to the whole thing, totally. right? Totally agree. And an even bigger,
1: perhaps, litmus test, I'd be curious to see your opinion on this, is do you have Credibility. Are you being a hypocrite by giving this person advice? Are you modeling the behavior that you're suggesting?
2: Yeah. And, you know, funny quick story about this. Um, So my wife grew up not very, well, not at all religious, not going to church. um, But my wife led a really amazing, good Christian life without really knowing what that even meant. Okay. I mean, she always behaved herself and and whatnot. And was she just following the... Family patterns of yeah, it was like, just you know, exactly it was yeah. just yep family patterns mm-hmm. and uh, so so here's my wife she she doesn't drink she doesn't she 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 behaves herself in in every way and she's in college and one of the people who lived in her dorm who was friends with her uh, said you know I, I, we really need to talk and they sat down and she said I'm really worried that you're going to go to hell because oh wow. you know because you're not uh, she she has been startling she, yeah and. And she went into all the reasons why, you know, and it's basically just because she didn't have the the Christian upbringing and, you know, the baptisms and and things that went with that. Now, the person who was giving this advice was someone who was drunk five nights out of the week, Mm. was, you know... Messing with drugs was promiscuous, uh, you know. In in other ways, basically, the person giving this advice was leading about the least Christian life, you know. You could you could think of now. Mm. I guess she went to church, but she. So so here's my wife getting this advice mm-hmm. from someone who had no business telling her that that she needs to lead her life in a different way because this person's leading her life in in a completely by all outward appearances completely unchristian way. Yeah. And so think about how this is going to be perceived by the person you're telling to. Right. Are you being a hypocrite? Self-evaluation. So I, yeah. I I I I noted check your heart. You
1: should also check your own behavior. Yes. Really. And I think it's I think it's an excuse that we often use to not give unsolicited advice because we are so critical about our own behavior well, I can't really suggest to that person they change that because I do that too. Well, there's actually a way to approach that person with that and in, in, in almost in a level of connection, right? Yeah. So if you know that you also struggle with what you're giving them advice that they're struggling with, that's actually a, a point of credibility that you can use to say, hey, I really understand this topic, this whatever this issue is, because I struggle with it too. And that that enables you to see eye to eye because if you come from a position of better than thou, that's exactly what they're going to think. They're going to think, you're, well, you're, wait, wait, what? You're giving me advice on this? Are you freaking kidding me? Man, you're worse a, than I am.
2: That's a great point. That's a great point. So yeah, I mean, because it can come a across as really starting to say, hey, man, this is something that I I really, I struggle with and I see that you do too. And
1: I know we have people that listen to the show that are in leadership positions. And some of these people, some some of you are, on these people, like I'm talking and they're not around here. Some of you actually lead other leaders and you find it very difficult to coach other leaders in areas in which maybe you are weak in as well. And the first the first point of connection to make with that person is, Hey, I struggle with this too. Yeah. And cause if you're always coming from a position of better than thou, especially in business and you have some sort of power over them in a supervisory position, I absolutely guarantee you, they're looking at you in the same light as the, as, as you're looking at them and they're going to find more wrong with you than you may be finding wrong in, in their behavior. Um, I, I also think this is probably a good time to introduce these top areas that we tend to give people unsolicited advice. Yeah. Because if you look at these top areas, it's, it is truly people in glass houses don't th- should not throw stones. Um, number five, uh, giving people unsolicited advice on what they're eating. <laughs> Quote, you need to lose some weight, yeah. right? Um, you sure do eat a lot. Well, you eat a lot of sugars. Yeah. I noticed you eat a lot of bread, right? It's like we give, we, we, now that's not giving people unsolicited advice. That's just taking pot shots at what they're eating. But in cases where you want to give people advice on their eating patterns, eating behaviors, like, well, that means you always watch what you eat, right? People in glass houses. Number four, what to wear giving people feedback on updating their wardrobe or that's out of style or that doesn't look really great on you or maybe you should try wearing this or you look like a librarian or whatever, <laughs> whatever that feedback might be. By the way, I've never received that feedback. Yeah. I've, I don't know how guys, I don't know how guys librarians look, so I wouldn't even know how to take the feedback.
2: I, I don't either, but yeah. I, I did, I did show up at a friend's house the other weekend wearing a, uh, white New Balance sneakers and cargo shorts, and I was just waiting to get torn to shreds. I can't unsee that. Oh, it was, yeah. I cannot unsee full, that. It was dad Yeah, It was full-on dad Oh, mood. my gosh. And I was, but, you know, but that's it's, brutal, man. There's a great time, like, I knew, like, I was like, you know what, I'm opening myself up. And it's not even for advice, just to be just made Just do fun us a of. favor when you
1: leave the show here. Go Google cool sneakers and just whatever pops <laughs> up, just hit buy now. Yeah. Just do it. Um, number three, who you should hang out with who are your friends, Mm -hmm. other people you're uh, connected to, other people you're spending your time with um, because we think maybe they're a bad influence or they're not healthy for you.
2: So what do you do when it's, you know, if if you've got, say, teenage children and you're not real thrilled with the crowd that they're hanging with? That has not made its way into this conversation
1: today. It's, is, there is a difference between giving someone unsolicited advice uh And your child is behaving a certain way. I don't call that... I don't give my children unsolicited advice. Okay. I don't even see it in the same light. Like, there's no options for unsolicited advice in our, in our household. It's That's not it. advice. Basically, because it's not advice. It's like commands from God, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's, in that, it's absolutely in that same category. Okay. No, right. no question about it. I, I, would, I would exclude that for today's conversation. Okay. Fair um, enough. Number two... These are the great people top 5 areas we give unsolicited advice. Number 2 is who to date and who you should marry. Yeah. Who's good for you, who's not good for you. Oh my
2: goodness. I would not want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. No.
1: That's and we're getting as we move up this this list here, it gets it gets pretty hairy. Uh number 1, the number 1 area that we give unsolicited advice or get depending on which end you're at, how to how to parent. Mm. how to parent. Again, get that in the grocery store to, walking
2: down the aisle
1: how to how to um how to parent our children how to discipline our children how to make how to make decisions on where they should go to school what they should be st- I mean just so many areas that we give and give get advice on how to be a better parent.
2: Yeah. And the parenting stuff really leaves stains. You know, uh, some very good friends of ours had their first child about two weeks ago. Mm. And so Catherine and I, um, the day after she got home from the hospital, we went over to the house to meet the the baby and hang out with our friends. And I was trying so hard to like make sure that nothing I said would Mm -hmm. come across as that being that guy. Yeah. Giving unsolicited it, parenting—it's a good filter that you should put on yourself we, because you, you remember. and yeah. It's a lot for those of us that have kids. Like, just remember when it happened to you. Oh yeah, and keep your mouth shut, especially before you have the kids.
1: Oh, I have. Yeah. I yeah. Where I where I always receive unsolicited advice is, let's say I, because recently I've had uh for the last year a right calf problem. Anytime mm-hmm. I mention that, I always get unsolicited advice. And it's always in the lowest common de lowest comma denominator of how close to death you are. You know, I knew a guy one time, he had a right calf problem, had to give his get his leg amputated. That's great. <laughs> Thank, I appreciate So what you ought to do is this. It's like, oh, okay, well, thanks for putting the fear of God inside of me. I appreciate that. But a lot of times the context of our unsolicited advice is all based on what we've experienced and what we've seen. I didn't ask any of those folks. Pho- I didn't say, hey, you're a doctor. What do you think's wrong with my right calf? Yeah. But I get tons of... Of things that people believe That was wrong with it Because they experienced it Mm -hmm. So we speak from experience A lot of times So uh, we're going to take Another quick break And uh, really finish out this list On how to give unsolicited advice So don't go away You're listening to The Great People Show
4: The Great People Show We'll be right back So the movers moved you Across the country And got everything here In one piece Well, not exactly. There was some damage, but it wasn't a big deal, and the claims process was easy. It can easily be repaired by the right company. Just Google Furniture Repair Richmond and get a hold of the owner, Jason, at Weathersby Guild. No need to bring your repairs to them. They come to you and do all repairs on site. They're National Restoration Certified and Furniture Hotline Certified. All calls go to Jason's cell, and he answers them personally. Hey, you can even text him. Now, you spent a lot of time and money purchasing your furniture. That's why you moved it. Why would you trust anybody else than the Weathersby Guild who are experts at handling moving claims and repairing furniture? Again, simply Google Furniture Repair Richmond or take a look at their work and other services at weathersbyguildrichmond.com or call or text Jason at 804-920-0086.
0: Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king?
5: Go fish, Dad! Oh, come
0: on! (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: Now back to the Great People Show. James just made a startling statement in our break. You want to say it out loud? Which which one? See, so you think you can just say things on break and no one hears us? I want <laughs> you to tell the whole world about that.
2: You talk about what I was saying about yeah. our 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 social media. Yeah, commenters? absolutely. Man, you get me in trouble. No, seriously, let us so let it rip. Let's we get to had trouble. we had a surprising amount of people online mm-hmm. who said that they would never give unsolicited like advice yeah like this is not and i'm i'm calling bs mm-hmm. i'm saying that there are very few people out there who do not at some level give unsolicited advice yeah. now listen when we're talking about this it's not always like life changing you know stuff that we feel we have to intervene sometimes it can be you know jj says hey sam and i are going out to dinner tonight and all of a sudden i'll start rattling off restaurants that we've been to recently that we've really liked he didn't ask me for that advice right maybe he doesn't care because he and sam have their own list of places they yeah. want to go to yep but but almost all of us give unsolicited advice at some level so that's that's what i said no offense to anybody out
1: there oh come on man all right quit 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 trying to wiggle out no offense never mind you know what i don't care <laughs> <laughs> you know, on that note, it is perfectly legit to live a drama-free life And be like, look, I'm not going to put myself out there And get at other people's business I'm going to challenge you, though It is your responsibility to your friends, your families And even coworkers To step into people's lives and help s- redirect
2: mm-hmm.
1: And help redirect um, After you've checked yourself before you start giving this, I want to read a comment that we received from Mary Beth, who has been a caller on our show. The three questions she asked herself before we open up our mouth about giving unsolicited advice, does it need to be said? Does it need to be said now? Does it need to be said by me? And I think that's a really powerful three-step process to go through before you start jumping into this situation. And the biggest reason I think we don't give unsolicited advice is because we haven't, Done it well in the past, so we're not going to do it anymore. And that just doesn't fly on this show. We don't not do things because you tried it once or tried it a few
2: times and it didn't go that well. Yeah. And I think that's great. The only other sort of in parenthesis that I would put at the end of that, because of realizing, you know, should it come from me? I, I would also think, you know, and if not me. Then who so intervention another, get like twenty people around? Well, it's just <laughs> if if there's something that somebody we we've all had situations where there is advice or feedback that someone needs to hear, and the people who should be giving that feedback are not going to give it. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're there it should be coming from their parents, and I'm not not talking about a child, but maybe it should be coming from their parents, but the parents are are they they're not they're just not going to do it. Yep, and so sometimes. Hopefully you're not being a hypocrite, but sometimes you do have to step yeah. in and be that person. Right, right. And and get out of our comfort zone. Yes. So sometimes we just
1: absolutely have to get out of our comfort zone to do this. Um, so, the as we heard from Yetta earlier, an option you have, and I think it's a really important option to exercise, is to ask permission. Is to say, are you open to some advice? Mm-hmm. Are you open to some coaching? And those are the words that I use. I love being able to ask Are you open to it? It's not, can I give you some? Because of course, anyone is going to say, sure, you can give it. Doesn't mean I'm going to take it. But if you ask specifically, are you open to feedback? That gives them a different decision to make. Because some people will say, I don't know if I am or not. Because if you're not open to it, it doesn't matter if I can give it to you. My advice doesn't matter anything unless you're open to it. So you're not asking necessarily permission just to give it. You're asking permission to see if they're open to it or not.
2: So yeah, and and that might make the that's going to make the person more open to it. But it also, if we are struggling to give the advice, mm-hmm. asking that question also once they give us permission, it's like it takes some weight off your shoulders to go ahead and deliver what you're about to say. Yeah. Um, be careful. Uh, and and we, I, I've seen this. I've I've said it.
1: Um, where people preempt their advice by saying, well, I'm no expert. Yeah. So, and here's another one. Well, you can take it or leave it. I personally believe that does a couple things. Perhaps on a positive light, it minimizes the resistance of coming across as an a, as, um, a hypocrite. Because you're, you're saying, I may or may not even be right about this. But it also says that you may not care enough. Like, I don't care if you take it or not. Well, that actually gets into our next step is, you actually have to show that you care. Like mm. this has to be empathetic and you have to show love and you have to express this caring by saying, well, take it or leave it or, you know, I'm no expert. You know, that just means like you're all like, nonchalant about it. Right. And, and, and if you're nonchalant about it, guess what? They're not going to take you seriously. You're opening that window door, whatever to saying, this probably isn't good, good advice, so you shouldn't take it.
2: Yeah, and, and that is something that on different topics we have hit on in, on this show over and over and over. Giving a disclaimer before you deliver <laughs> a, a piece of advice or a statement of any sort is basically saying what I'm about to say doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. you know, and don't do it, folks. It, it, it's something that makes you feel better, but it's not helping the people who you're speaking to.
1: Well, we have a caller, and I know what I know
2: what she says matters, but she's
1: called into the show here before. We have Angie on the line. Angie, what up?
5: What up? You got
1: something to say about giving unsolicited advice.
5: Yes. Tell See, us about I, it. I, okay. Well, the co-host was saying that when you offer to go out to eat and you make suggestions or you tell them places you've been, but at the same regard, if you know that person, but I'm going to explain a little bit more, but if you know that person, y'all talked about going out to eat. So you know they're like adventure and trying something new. So what you're recommending may not be unsolicited; it may be just new suggestions. Good point. They may take it like, "Oh yeah, we've never been there. Let's go try South Dakota." But also, I have a friend that he he does this. He doesn't give advice. He calls it telling the truth. He goes, "Do you want me to tell you the real truth, or the truth that'll make you happy?"
1: Now that obviously, I'm guessing, matches his personality. Like he can get away with saying that. That's, com- that's, that's normal coming from him, I would presume.
5: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's his, it's his way of, you're asking for advice. And if he's watched the situation for a while and you come to him, he'll go, okay, are you really asking for advice? Do you want me to tell you the truth or, the truth or what you want to hear? Or do you want the real truth?
1: So that sounds like a good response if someone's asking someone's opinion. Does he still preempt unsolicited advice that way? Like, do you want to hear the real truth? Like, if someone's, like, talking about, like, here, I'll give you an example. Like, someone's talking about a bad relationship they're in, and and your friend's just listening. Will he say, do you want the real truth? Or do you just want what makes you feel good?
5: No, he doesn't say
1: that. See, that to me, that's powerful in giving unsolicited advice.
5: He just sits there and looks at you. (laughs) (laughs) But he's not that type of person that just, gives you
1: information if you don't ask him for it. So Angie, I got a I got a question for you. If your friend is complaining to you about something. You know, they just they just want you to listen. They're just venting. Let's get back on this relationship thing. They're in a bad relationship. If they're taking the time to consume your time, doesn't that give you some unspoken permission to start the unsolicited advice process with them?
5: No, because I don't, because with some friends, sometimes they just want you to listen. They want to be able to have somebody that's an or outside person that they can just vent to.
1: So you and I are going to disagree on that, and that's, per- that's perfectly fine. I believe that if someone is going to take up my time and my emotions and my heart to share some of theirs, that there's, in many cases, a divine intervention that says, hey, you know what? You're here
2: and I'm here. Let's talk about this. What do you think, James? I think, and and Angie may totally disagree, but I've had this conversation multiple times, and I've been told this is a key difference between the way that men and women operate. Yes, Men have a tendency to want to fix and want to be fixed, where women more often just want to be heard and do not want to or aren't looking to be fixed in that moment. Mm. And I've heard that multiple (laughs) times. Angie, what do you think about that?
5: No, because I'm I'm one of those people who like to be a fixer. I like to, I, I'm not one that likes to see friends upset, so I'll be the first one to jump in. and Go, okay, what can I do to help? How can I help? So I can't always. But say isn't that, that a person. great
1: Angie? Isn't that a great thing to say to start that unsolicited process if someone's bleeding their heart to you? Say, well, how can I help you? Isn't that a great well, way that's to what loosen I'm it? Say. Yeah,
5: that's th- you that's have a... to ask them because they may not want your advice. True, you go. Okay, I see that you're upset. And it's something that, you know, I teach. So it's something that we also use with the kids. Okay, I see you're set. What can we do to help you feel better about your situation? A great that point. gives an open door for them to talk about it. It even works that way with kids because sometimes kids feel like they're very unheard.
1: Yeah. Well, Angie, thanks for joining and, the show. And- we're, we're almost at the end of it here. Great contribution. Thanks for bringing, thanks for bringing the debate. Got it?
5: Yep.
2: You're awesome. Have a great day. Thanks, Angie. And that's not meant to be advice. I'm just saying have a oh, great day. Oh, come on now. You know? um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was
1: actually a, a great point. Yeah. And um, um, the, the other couple things that we want to cover before we end this topic here today is to try to put your advice always in the form of a question. Mm. Get people to a point where they can give themselves advice. One of my favorite lines, quotes is, is never tell anyone anything they can tell you by answering a great question. We tend to get in this mode of just telling someone, well, this is what you need to do, and this is what you need to think about, and this is what you have to do. But if you can get someone by asking them questions, and I was this is what I was alluding to when Yeto called in earlier, is you don't always have to address this situation head on. Oftentimes you can take the back door into someone's mind and heart by literally just asking them really good questions to think about the situation that they're in. So if someone's coming to you and maybe complaining about something or, or whatnot, you can simply ask a question. It's like, well, what are you going to do different about that? Because we know what we want to tell them to do different. but yeah. they, And if they say, I don't know, then you can say, are you open to some advice? Are you open to some feedback? Because yeah. I've got a couple ideas for you.
0: Yeah. So, I
1: I think that's a great way to go into it. And and finally on this is uh well, maybe not finally finally but go with the flow. If they're not reacting very well to this, perhaps you need to back off and come come at it at a different time. Be very aware of where the person is mentally and emotionally. And the biggest advice I can give you because you all asked that was a joke um <laughs> is if if these situations where you're giving unsolicited advice just don't work out very well, don't, don't believe that it didn't, it didn't work. Oh, yeah. Because oftentimes all we're doing is planting a seed for people to think about something. Sometimes it takes years for them to come to the realization that you were right. And if you are living a life in which you are just holding back from other people because you're scared of what they're going to say, you're scared of hurting their feelings, it's your role in this relationship to step up in a respectful, um, direct, maybe indirect way and give them this unsolicited advice because this was laid on your heart to help them. They can't see it. It's your job to help them to see it please please don't
2: back down from these situations don't back down but also if you deliver the advice and they shut you down don't push too hard back on them because you were in the friendship in the end come back next week folks that's my advice for you see ya you wanna go?
0: Thanks for joining us. Tune in to the Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m.
5: Some superhero, some very terrible place, just something I can tell to, somebody I can kill.